This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, we've reached... October. October 1st, we do our first podcast in this Halloween month, and I have Al Dukes with me, and I say, hello, Al Dukes. Oh, hi, Jerry. And your head's all red. Uh, with Ron and Fez, we used to call this Rocktober. Right. We don't do music here, though, okay. so we're not going to call it Rocktober. We're going to call it um, October. Yes. Uh, since it was late September, Jerry, or uh, early October, yesterday, when I went walking through Asbury Park, it did not occur to me... Um, to put sunscreen on because I was like, it's not even the summer. Right. It's after Labor Day. It's the end of September. What's going to bother me? And here I am with uh, somewhat of a not crispy burnt, but a somewhat uh, burnt No, it's not somewhat. You burnt your noggin. And forehead. Yes. Well, it's not horrible because when the hot water hits it in the shower, it does not hurt. Got it. That's how I determined Why whether... didn't say you blistered your head? I just All said right. your head's burnt. And I did, unfortunately, I had to um, use the facilities at the radio station I'm Sorry to today. hear that. I was so happy with myself, though. I got in and out. Before like anybody a, was in there. Like a burglar. Look at you. First of all, the bathroom I went in, there are two toilets. Yeah. One toilet is broken. Ooh. One toilet. Gross. I got in there early enough, 830, while you were doing an update, I snuck out. You went and did that while I was in here doing this? Yeah. my I, was, I knew I was not going to make it, and I thought the later you wait, the more... Office people get in. That is very true. And Usually after eight, it's a mess. Yes. I got very lucky. I have a question for you. Yes, sir. Nothing about this. How are you when you have to tell a friend mm. that there's something wrong with them? How am I when I have to interact with humans on an uncomfortable level? Yeah, because not I, good. Do you or do you just let stuff go? I Eventually, things have to be said, but it will take me a very long time to get there. Guy's got body odor. You say anything? No, I would, no. Guy's got bad breath. You say anything? Nope. Appearance. Guy wears a t-shirt and it looks like he's got huge man boobs. You say anything? Uh, That one I might. Really? Yeah, that one I might be able to. I think that, I feel like that's different than 
bad breath? Because here's how I would handle that one. I'd say, uh, oh, I said, oh man, that shirt makes you look like you have man boobs. I'd say like, I have this one green shirt that I love wearing, but whenever it's photographed, I look like I have man boobs. Now we're on common ground, Jerry. As opposed to, man, God, smells like you had a lot of garlic, huh? Yeah. You couldn't do that. Maybe the garlic, yeah. Okay. Like if I knew a specific thing was causing the smell. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was just wondering. Do you have a friend like that? Uh, something like that. Is it's it a me? very uncomfortable situation. Am I the guy? No. Oh, okay. No, I would tell you, actually. You would? Yeah. I think anybody here, right. I would tell. So, I was what, just wondering. What is the offense? Breath. Ooh. I That's, get locked in on people's breath sometimes. I know. Yeah. I know you do. It's easy that to would do. Me. And I think if it's sporadic, it happens. But when it's constant, that's a problem. Do you ever get told, like, by your wife or children that you have bad breath? I don't. And usually because before she gets home, seriously, I gargle with mouthwash. That's thoughtful. Because you never know. You never know. That is true. Yeah, if I get caught, occasionally Gina might say something like that. And I can get very offended because I think of myself as not a... Happens to everybody. Yeah, it happens. But when it happens to you, yeah, but it's going to happen, and I'm sure it has happened. I know it's happened, but I do try before she gets home from work every day. That's thoughtful. Always trying to. It's not thoughtful. It's I'm not going to be the reason something might not happen. Do you? Does she do the same thing? No, but you know, 27 years with her, I think I can count on one hand. Really? How many times? And it's usually after we've gone out to dinner, and it's been something she ate. Right. She's like a food related. With that. Yeah, really? she's yeah, she's not not an issue at all. No, it's a key to that, Jerry. Flossing. I know you and the flossing. I know you because they bring say up the that flossing. the food gets stuck in the teeth sure and rots. I'm sure it does. Makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. All right, Jerry, I have a couple of good stories for you. One, uh, numerous people sent me on uh, Twitter. Uh, we is an update to a story we did right here on News Twelve. Uh, this is not News Twelve. <laughs> oh, we uh, we did a story right here on the podcast. Uh, remember we we told you a story. Trying to get a job at News Twelve or something. Uh, Houston city officials, Jerry, have yes. ordered a temporary halt to the Canadian company company's plan to open the robot brothel in the city. Remember, right? right. Uh, the people were up in arms. The church in Houston. was up in arms. Yes. Well, the city officials have put a temporary stop to it. So no robot sex in Houston just yet. Nope. They say that uh, Kinky's dolls lacked the permits required. Now, do they still have to pay the robots for the work that they're not doing? Great they question. Contracted? Uh, possibly. Like, uh, well, I think that's the good thing about having robot employees versus <laughs> humans. You don't have probably don't have to pay them. Right. Think about that. Uh, the company, Kinky's Dolls, as you'll remember here, Jerry, they received big pushback from community groups and local officials. Well, yeah. Would you want that in your neighborhood? I would not. So, good job so far for Houston. They are uh, sex robot free for the moment. For now. For now. Right. Now, my second article came from a man named Jerry Recco. It was emailed to oh, me. Oh, you got this. You didn't respond. I figured you didn't see it. Oh, I saw it. It was it's, interesting. The headline is, Playboy who slept with 6,000 women dials while, dies while having sex. That's ironic. He was six. How about this guy? He's sixty-three. Yes, he was still active. He was very active at the time of death with a twenty-three-year-old Taurus. So here's the problem: some of the photos when you search him, yeah, 
are creepy. Yeah. Because he, while still looks like he's in great shape. All right, let me. You can tell he's an older guy. Okay. And there are a couple of pictures that pop up where he's clearly with a 20-year-old girl. And it just looks wrong. I don't know how else to put it. Yeah, Gina and I were uh, walking on the beach yesterday. Yeah. And uh, we were approaching a a man and a woman. And the woman had a uh, French bulldog. Okay. And uh, which I like to pet. And as we were approaching them, uh, she looked way younger than the man. Way younger. And when we walked away, Gina said, is that his daughter or girlfriend? Who knows? I'm going to guess it it was his daughter or it was going to be super creepy. Well, those relationships are out there. They are. Boy, you're right. Look at this. I'm looking at this guy. He looks like uh, David Lee Roth wannabe. I'll go with that. Yeah. That's true. Hmm. 6,000 women. Could you imagine? It's a lot of women. He was entertaining a tourist from Romania in the back of a car when he had a heart attack. He could not be revived. Local media called him, quote, Italy's most successful lover. He died. Now, let's say a woman has 6,000 men. Right. You think anybody's calling her the most successful lover? No. Right. I mean, talk about the double standard. Double standard. It's not right. That's why there was an article in the Post last week about how, I forget who the woman was, she wrote a book about women and sex in New York. Okay. And how they want the stigma gone, like women like sex just as much, if not more than men. Right. And her goal was she can't wait for a day where a wife cheats on her husband and the response isn't negative, it's, well, she's a woman, that's what she does. What do you expect? Or something like that. Like, wow, that's what you're hoping for? Okay. Yeah. If we can only one day get to that world, Jerry. I think a lot of people would hope for, I don't know, no infidelity? Possibly, yes. <laughs> it's a good start. That's a start, right? Good start. <laughs> uh, I see all these promos and uh, pieces of this Kyle Brandt show. Well, you're hooked on this Kyle Brandt show, huh? On NFL, NFL Network. I say I, good for him. I've never heard any volume because I see it in sports bars. Yes. He seems overly excited. They must have told him, be very lively. Very, We need very lively. Yeah. He was Jim Rome's producer for many years. Yes, and he annoyed the hell out of me one year when I was supposed to get Jim Rome guests, which I refused to do. Is that right? Yes. Oh, at Super Bowl. Yeah. I got a call from Spitz. Uh, Kyle is going to be, who's Kyle? Kyle's Jim Rome's producer. He's going to be calling you, uh, looking for guests during the media hour. I'm like, why? Like, that's, why, why me? Well, you're there. I'm like, okay. You've been chosen. And so I want to say, I don't remember who, I don't remember who, I feel like the Saints were in the Super Bowl. And I remember calling him and him saying, could you see if you get Drew Brees to get to the phone? (laughs) Get Drew Brees? They're 35 deep and he's on a riser, you moron. No, I'm not getting Drew. This is Jim Rome. I don't care. I'm like, I'll call you if I have someone. And when like five minutes left in the availability, he called me. I'm like, yeah, no, I was already halfway to the casino. I wasn't staying there for him. But good for him. He's got a show that's great. I mean, it would be nice if we were on a network. Maybe they'd give us a show. But we don't know anybody in TV, do we? You failed the Jim Rome, and therefore we don't get a TV show out of it. Mm. Based on CBS Sports Network, you would think well, they would oh. get a show from us. Yeah, how about they use us here. for something? That would be awesome. Has I'd not even, happened. I would even do that bull riding thing they do on the <laughs> CBS Sports Network. <laughs> we could do the play-by-play of the bull riding. Yeah, or, man sh- or strongest man competitions. <laughs> I like that. That's cool. 
Uh, this is something that happens to me, Jerry, and finally scientists are showing through research that it's a real thing. Premature ejaculation. Well, we all know that's real. <laughs> no need to study that, Jerry. There's a thing called not getting hungry, getting hangry, which is when certain people get hungry. They get angry. I'm one of them. You get mad? My, my complete uh, personality changes. I get short, angry, pissy until I eat. Why? It's a drop in blood sugar, and it changes people's moods. So your body chemistry changes. Yeah. It's also linked to depression and anxiety. Oh, you got problems, huh? Quote, this is a scientist. We found evidence that a change in glucose level can have a lasting effect on mood. How about that? Yeah. I do believe that. I believe diet's huge. Yes. I really do. What you eat, this whole, when we were kids, you are what you eat. It is so freaking true. It's not funny. In terms of everything, the way you look, how your body is, how your body feels, how ha Greg Giannotti has now lost 20 pounds in two weeks. He's doing a terrific or job. three weeks, whatever it is, because yeah. he just cut out all the crap. And he is walking around like a much happier person. Not that mm -hmm. he wasn't happy. I'm not saying that. But there's a different feel. He's him. more alive, Jerry. He's got more energy. More energy. So, yeah, I could I could see that. Now, the whole being angry thing is a little weird, which is why they say, Eddie always says we're, what, three missed meals away from complete anarchy? Right. That would be a problem. Uh, speaking of that, Jerry, you know Halloween's coming up. I have some candies here. The the healthier things as far as, can, can, like, popular candy, the healthier ones versus the worst Did ones. Did you, you see get. Dole has salads in a bag for candy? Instead of candy, you give out Dole salads? <laughs> They're small little salad bags. Oh, my God. Could you, I'll tell you what that's good for, though. Once it gets out that you're the salad house, right? no one's knocking that's on your sure. door. That's kind of cool. So what candy bar do you think ranks as the worst candy bar to eat as far the as worst health candy wise? bar? Yeah. Oh, geez. I don't know. Um, I was a little surprised by this. I will say the worst candy, but meaning the most, I guess the most fat. I'm going to say a three musketeers. They're going Snickers. I see. I was going to say Snickers is the best. Right. Of That's all what the I always almonds heard. And nuts. It's calorically dense and has a ton of sugar, even in a fun size bar. Nine grams of sugar in the small fun size. Wow. Uh, yeah. And it's only one gram of protein. Wow, so that whole advertising campaign is a bunch of crap. Total crap city. That's amazing. Number two, this seems like very bad, uh, Skittles. That's nothing but... Pure sugar. Chewy sugar, Jerry. Yeah, I mean, that's you can taste it as it you know dissolves in your mouth. Candy corn, same thing. Candy corn is nothing but well, sure. sugar. Uh, the serving size is 19 pieces of candy corn, which is 28 grams of sugar. Oh, my God, and people eat that like in Bags handfuls. Yeah. Uh, M&M's, they say. Uh, let's see. M&M's, uh, dark chocolate's okay. Oh, of course. Dark right. chocolate's okay. You can't the, have 30 of them, though. That's the thing. It says, problem is serving size. Rarely will someone stop at one of these small packages of M&M's. They eat six servings at a time. <laughs> that really is, you know, it's funny. Serving size. No matter you. what you eat, that whole moderation thing, like you can have... Two normal size slices of pizza on a Friday night. Right. You drink your water with it, whatever. It's not going to kill you. The problem right. is people eat two humongous size slices or three slices, or a friend of mine will eat four or five slices. And it's like, well, I just had pizza. Yeah, but you had the whole pie. Right. Three times a week. 
Not good. Not good. Same thing with the candy. You have a little bite, fine, like you. Right. You eat four Kit Kat bars, not good. Here's some better candies if you're looking to eat candy this Halloween. Oh, right? I like this. I'm going to say, all right, licorice. Twizzlers. Yeah. Yep. Twizzlers are fat-free, right? Uh, 80 calories for two strands with 10 grams of sugar, which uh, is not terrible. Two strands? Two long strands, though, Jerry. Right. So if you have eight strands, that's in the package. Reese's, mini Reese's cups. I had one yesterday. The really? One you gave them to us. Oh, right. So Kim put them in a candy bowl. I had one. You had one of them. That was my uh, That was my lunch That's perfect. Snack. That was perfect. Dum-dums. That's those uh, candy little uh, lollipops. Uh, little, uh, they're so tiny. Yeah. Uh, and Sour Patch Kids, they're saying not horrendous. Really? Yeah. You wanna... Now, why is that any different oh, than Skittles? Let me read what this article says, Jerry. Because of the instant gratification in your mouth and your brain, people don't overeat Sour Patch Kids because they're so sour. Okay. So it's not a matter if you ate them the same way you ate Skittles, you'd be in a lot of trouble. Right. If you ate a big bag of them, Jerry, yes, you would be in trouble. Understood. Let me see what I want to end with here, Jerry. Wow, you're flying through this. Here's a survey today. Survey says. Trying for that news 12 gig. Survey says 27% of owners name their pickup trucks. That's not true. Nobody names their pickup trucks. Mm-hmm. 27% of them do. No, they don't. The most popular names for that that they name their pickup truck, number one, Betsy. Okay, not true. Number two, Big Red. What if I have a black truck? Well, then you would probably go Betsy. I'm not. No one. Did your parents ever name their cars growing up? Um, no, no, not that I remember. Really? No, I don't think so. Uh, my mom's car. We had a my she mom. Al. No, she had a a large, uh, brown Thunderbird, nineteen seventy eight Thunderbird, named Harold. I don't know anybody that's actually named their cars. Well, this is a long time ago. So twenty seven percent are not naming their twenty seven percent. I don't believe that. I wonder if Boomer has named his truck. He has a truck. What do you uh? What do you name your? What do you name your car? I don't have your a new car. I don't have a name for my car. Did you ever name a car? Uh, none of my own, Because yeah, no. no one names cars anymore. Although I will say this. I bought a used car. It's new to you. It's new to me. But the person who had it prior to me it named their car based on connecting to the stereo system. You need to give a name to to the to the phone connected right, to that sure. car. Sure. And they either the guy's name was Rusty or the car was rusty. Or he called the he called the car rusty. I'm going to say his name was Rusty. <laughs> Who do you know named Rusty? Although Rusty for the car, you have that burnt orange, right? So he could have done that, right? So That's he what knew I'm exactly saying. what it was. Do I have to keep the name then? I don't think you have to keep the name. I think you're kind of good. If you got a one year old dog, would I change the name? Hundred yeah, percent. You would. Yeah. If I didn't like the name. Yeah. If you didn't care for the name. You know, if I got the dog and whose name was Poodles. Sorry, not going to work for me. What if it was like, you didn't love it, you didn't hate it? I'd keep it then. Keep it, right. I don't confuse the dog. Right. So. Now, would you try to name it something that sounds similar so the dog thinks you know no, its name? No, because I think it's more the pet. I don't know that it's necessarily the name as much as it's the pitch and the the way you say it. Like when you go, who's a good boy? Like that. Yeah. I think you could do that inflection and say, you know, instead of who's a good boy... You could say, you know, how you doing, bitchy? 
And I think you'd still come over. <laughs> right. You know? Because you're saying it in the In, in the same way. way, you're smiling. It's looking and wagging its tail. I think it's fine. Something like that. Boomer is a very popular name for a dog. Boomer. Yeah. Yeah. People love to name their dogs I never had Boomer. a dog named Boomer. Me neither. I work with a guy named Boomer. I never had a dog named What are Boomer. your cat's names again? Julius. Julius. And Callie. Callie. Callie we named because we got her as a little baby. She did not have a name. And Julius. Oh, yeah. We named him too. Because he was white and orange. Like an orange Julius. Yep. And how did Callie get? We just got back from California, I believe. Perfect. Something like that. And we got her. And so they liked the name. And she was she was cute. Yeah. That sounds good to me, Jerry. So we got her. Yeah. All right. How about that? Good job by you. Hey, good job, dude. What else? Well, that's it. The warm-up show. You got to run. I got time. Well, I'm out of story. You're I have fresh out of stories? Well, I have a story. but It's, it's Monday and you got to get... Where are you going today? You got to get out of here. It's too long. That's Doctor's cool. appointment. Can you I have drive to go... tomorrow? Sure. I have a uh, colonoscopy coming up in two weeks. Oh, so you're going to have one of those fun nights. Yes. And I got to get one of those too soon. Ugh. One of these nights. <laughs> Why? Where your butt is in the wind like this. <laughs> I got it the first time. <laughs> All right, fine. At least you're home alone, though. Yeah. As and opposed you, to having kids or... Right. You know, leave dad alone. Yeah. <laughs> Why? What's he doing? That bathroom was off limits. <laughs> matter of fact, you're not... We're going to fumigate that, and yep. you're not going in there for three days. Oh, yeah. I'll have a candle going and everything. <laughs> that night. You make it a romantic event for yourself. <laughs> That's right. I'll have music. I put a speaker in there. I'll have music, <laughs> candles. That is just horrible. Yes. Oh, God. Nothing worse, man. But that's a tremendous sleep when you get knocked out for that and you wake up. Oh, you yeah, feel so Yeah, but I told refreshed. you, like I had an issue the last time I got one. They put the the stuff in my arm way too quick. And like I felt a jolt. And I remember waking up. Like I felt it at the time. Like, And then I was out. Because you usually like count to 10. And they're like, by the time you get to six, you'll be out. I was like, all right, no problem. All right, here we go. One. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it. And then I woke up in the middle. I mean, the whole process was horrendous. Yeah. Oh, he's up. Give him more. That's all I heard. Then I woke up all groggy, like, what the hell just happened? Right. Just awful. <laughs> At one. He's up. He's awake. Yeah, because I was like, is that me? Because <laughs> I'm I'm opening my eyes and I saw the monitor. Oof. Yeah. Not a great experience the last time I did it. Not at all. And it's like eight years ago now. Like, I got to go again. Yeah. But I, it's funny. I called last year ago. They're like, you're not 50 yet. You're good. I'm like, all right, but why can't I just go? Right. I, Preventive I, maintenance. Safe rather than sorry, right? Do you have any uh, cancer like that in your family at all? I do not. Oh, see. That's why they won't let you go. I guess. I still understand why. It's right, preventative. You just, right. You just want to catch it early. Oh, I don't want to go every year. Right. But it's been eight years, seven years, whatever it is. I Time think it was 30. I think it was th six years. I was 38 when I went. Time so. to go again. All right. Have a great day. All right, day. Jerry. Warm up next. Yo! Good morning, campers. It's the warm up show with Alan Jerry.
Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. Well, all right. It's Monday morning, Monday after a football day, Monday after the baseball season almost ends because there are two games today. Al Dukes, your head is sunburnt. How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Yeah, the baseball geeks are all fired up today. All there's fired up. There's two National League tiebreaker games. Yeah. And, and you know what's cool about them, though? They're on during the day as opposed to 10 o'clock at night. Perfect. That's kind of neat. You'll be locked into none of it. The other thing is, though, even if you lose, the losers today play each other. So you really don't really lose. You just lose the division and the home field. You lose. You lose, sir. Good day, sir. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All right. So that's uh, daytime baseball. Daytime baseball. I thought the season ended. I heard someone say this weekend. The regular season ended. That was over with after this weekend. This is postseason baseball. Jerry, I thought a very bad omen for New York sports. I'm going to remove. (laughs) Where do you want to start? I'm going to remove the Yankees from this (laughs) because uh, they've reached 100 wins. Yep. They are got a home field wild card game. Yep. Which we're praying they win. You're praying they win. Except yes. Eddie. Yeah, we w- listen. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I thought an omen for the weekend was David Wright popping up into foul territory to end his illustrious career. That was a bad omen? Yeah. What, you were see so you were waiting for the groove seventy five right. mile an hour fastball that was gonna get hit over the fence. It reminded me once again, Jerry, that sometimes sports is not magical. No, it's not. Even in big moments, sometimes Good things don't happen to good people. Because you were, I mean, I know you were placing bets that he was going to hit a home run. First of all, Goodbye. I thought it was <laughs> lame of him, David Wright, to work a walk in his first at bat. Although, thinking about it this morning, as I did, I thought maybe he wanted to see a whole lot of pitches for his final at bat. I was disappointed that he only played a few innings. Yeah. He got up twice. That's I thought he was going to play the whole game. Oh, no, no, no. They made that announcement a couple I, days earlier. I, I know, and I was bothered by that. Yeah. Now he pinched it Friday. He swung at the first pitch. So much for working the pitcher. Yeah. And so the whole thing was neat. The day was cool. I, I actually enjoyed the sit-down he did on SNY with Gelbs. I thought that was very good. All the stuff they had was fantastic. He didn't play enough. Right. It's your last game, man. Play the game. Yeah, let him get, especially when you foul out. Do they call that? I couldn't tell. I couldn't remember. Would you call that a foul out sure. or a pop, pop up? Out. Yeah, either way. Either it's way. Same, it's the same thing. And I wrote the guy's name down. Peter O'Brien of the Marlins. Yes, he was getting booed. You're an enemy now. <laughs> we'll never see him again. You are Chase Utley. <laughs> no, he's not Chase Utley. That's akin he's not even close to, Chase to snapping the leg no, of Wilmer Flores. We may never see him again. Stop. That guy should have dropped that ball. But like, oh, I no, ran into no, the you fence. You can't do that. You cannot do that. These guys, do you? No. What's wrong with you? They're still playing a game to win. They've believe got it or not. No wins. The Marlins. They not stink. Many. They're a bad team. They have no players. Oh, speaking of bad teams, oh, Jerry, I love I the way you segued that in. Right into the Jets and the Giants. I'm gonna go Giants first. Of course you are. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. Let me let me do this. Don't call me today and tell me that the line yeah. stinks. And don't call me today saying that this guy stinks and this guy stinks. The quarterback's old, he stinks. All right, let's do the Jets since All I right. just talked about the Giants for you. One quick thing with the Giants, though. I, this is a, a statistic. I know it's been discussed, but this is really incredible if you, you if you actually look at the statistic. And is the point scored? Yeah. And yeah, you, I agree. And you ingest the statistic, Jerry, and really spend time with Well, I'm not a Giant fan, so I'm not really ingesting the statistic all that much. 37 games yeah. under 30 points. Right. I also Yeah, very embarrassing. Because I also saw that this was Odell Beckham's 50th game, which means you've been there for all these. Well, he was injured for a lot of them. 
Um, the other thing too is is Pat Shermer. That this looks like the same team so far as Ben McAdoo. Yeah, and he's starting to sound a lot like Ben McAdoo. And I don't know who that Giants defensive coordinator is. Betcher. He, if you were casting a film for a defensive coordinator, you would say we need a guy who's somewhat overweight. Let's put on a terrible 1990s goatee. And have him look bewildered at every play. You just play. described Marco Belletti? <laughs> <laughs> he looks the part. And for his size face, he's got too small of a goatee. Like, it doesn't even... So that's not working for it's you. It's not working for you. It's you should thrown, send him an email. It's throwing me off. Help him out with his look. Yeah. And Odell Beckham looked, at times, very frustrated yesterday. Sure. I thought we were going to get some sort of... You know what was really... If I was a Giant fan, what was really frustrating, and I don't think they were winning anyway, to be very clear about that, but you get the touchdown and the two-point conversion. I don't know. Can you not let the Saints go 97 yards? Come on. Especially when the Saints made a terrible move of fielding the kick. Terrible. They're at the three-yard line. All the momentum's on the Giant side. We'll just go down and score yeah. it in the game. Boom, boom. Ugh. And even Tony Romo, who was predicting every play as usual, when the Saints get the ball at their own, like, one-yard line, whatever, they go, uh, oh, Drew B's going to have to hand it off here. Nope. Roll out, pass. <laughs> They're at the 25 within Quickly. three seconds. I know. And then you had the passing interference or the holding, whatever it was, on the third down play, where it looked like the Giants were going to get the ball back. Oh, just brutal. Every which way, brutal. And then the Jets. Oh, God, the Jets. Here, Boring. Boring. But it Ugh. kind of what I expected. The Jets, I expected this. Okay, that's right? fine. Right. The Jaguars. problem with the Jets is the way they played week one. Is that fair? Right. That's fair. Expectations. I don't know. There was someone that said it was going to be the most anticipated <laughs> game oh, this in was Jets history. Also, let me retract. Not yet a Jets town. Uh, really? <laughs> really? Right now, it's, I think, just a football town. It's a nothing town. You know what it is? It's a Yankee town. Yankee out. town. That's what it is. I did see Todd Bowles get angry at one point on the sideline, which I liked to he see. Did. Yes, he did. Visibly. Visibly which angry. Is not often. And he got angry with the media, too, a little bit. He did not like the questioning. He did not. No. Not that he yelled at them, but you can just tell in his tone. It's, you know, thinking he wants to go punch the guy in the face. Yeah. So, tough day. But, yeah, it was uh, boring, but sort of what we expected from a Jet-Jaguar game. The Giant game was one where it was like, oh, the Saints secondary, they stink. This is where... And the first drive, you thought it was going to be a 45-38 game, and then it wasn't. I've uh, The Giants have three offensive plays, passing plays. The swing pass to the running back. Saquon Barkley. The slant pass to a wide receiver. And then I don't know what you would call this play, but they do it a lot. Uh, Six yards off the line of scrimmage, Dead center of the field, the guy just stops. The tight end, he, yeah, yeah. The tight end runs about five to seven yards, turns, ball is there, down and in. And I am so tired. And it's not just the Giants in all of football. I am so tired of the wide receiver screen pass yes, that goes for minus one yard. Oh, it's just terrible. And Beckham's numbers—he only had seventeen yards midway through the fourth I saw quarter, six catches or something like that. I know. Yeah, I know. Bad. Everything's bad right now. New York football stinks right now. It stinks. It does very much so. Now I'll play one for you, which I'll oh, play right. coming up at six twenty-two. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, when I come on or six thirty, right. whatever the hell it is. 
This reminds me of Mike Gundy a little bit, your favorite person. The guy who says, I'm a man, I'm 40. <laughs> right, like, blame me. Come after me. <laughs> this is Dirk Cutter yesterday <laughs> after his bucks got just blown up in Chicago. We should fire every person that was on that field today, starting with me. That was that was horrific. <laughs> I'm 40. Come after <laughs> I'm me. I'm a man. Fire me. <laughs> they were so bad. I'm looking at it. I'm like, wow, Mitchell Trib- Trubisky has three touchdowns. He's got four, wait, five in the first half, and you're watching the score like, oh, God, anyway. And the bad thing is that it allowed them, even though it was clearly a Buccaneer defensive problem, it allowed them to sneak Jameis Winston back in. (laughs) They didn't sneak him in. Your boy Fitzpatrick sucked himself out. (laughs) He was 9 of 18 for about four yards and a pick. Get him out. But now he's done. He's done. Fitzmagic is officially over, Jerry. So Minka Fitzpatrick, you're good. Yeah, you can get that. Trademark if you want. (laughs) We have to take a break and we come back. More wisdom from Al and then Boomer and Geo on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry on the warm up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak free roof from Scotch Garden 3M, the superheroes of building products. All right, here we go. A couple more minutes to the top. Saints beat the Giants yesterday. The Jaguars beat the Jets. Yankees lost to Boston. Up next, the wild card game against the A's on Wednesday. What else you got? Uh, so J.R. Smith, Jerry, I saw this story. I was very intrigued by it. He got a uh, tattoo on his calf of the clothing brand Supreme. Now, does he have any ownership in this clothing brand? I don't think so. Hmm, it's he's... just a cool brand for athletes. Mm, he's got some interest. And uh, the the NBA said they're going to fine him every single game unless it's covered up. Is I... there any truth that you're going to put Under Armour on your neck and on your <laughs> high chest? A friend of mine told me that Supreme, all it is, is they just put their logo on other clothing. Okay. I don't know if that's true. That probably is. Like, they just stitched that patch on it. They probably buy the other clothing bare with no logo on it, and then they make it theirs. So easy to get in the clothing line. (laughs) It's not easy. You just need a patch. That is very true. But then you have to sell it. That's where it gets difficult. Getting people to stores that would be willing to put it on their shelves. Uh, Yeah, you can't just go to alsboringclothes.com and start selling. So you'll sell a couple things. Yes. But not enough. Because I did wonder, like, what would stop NBA players from tattooing things, like, on their foreheads? I guess the league. (laughs) That's a billboard. Yes, it could be. I mean, you'd have to get paid a lot of money. Uh, Yes, but with the the tattoos these days, it went right in. And, Jerry, we have coming up on the Boomer and Geo show, Yankee A's... Playoff tickets. Nice. Will you be going to that game? I forgot. I'm Were you and Gio to going game. together? No, I'm not Because you going. could try to call in and win them. <laughs> no, Listen to the Yankees' right wild here. card playoff game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 